It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, August 30th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Friday! We had five games on Thursday, and we got a a big-time slate of games on Saturday. And here are the scores from yesterday's game. Austin P defeated North Carolina Central 41-10 in a close game. UAB defeats Alabama State 24-19. It was Bowling Green over Morgan State 46-3. Delaware over Delaware State 31-13 in the Battle of Delaware. And Central Florida over Florida A&M 62-0. After this timeout and a word from our sponsor, Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina, I'm going to break down all five games, give you my thoughts on all five games that were played on Thursday as you're locked into the HBCU Football Daily Podcast on the Box to Row Sports Network. You've all gone the extra mile to revise this. We're in great shape for the client meeting. Thank you all. You're here for others. The urgent care is closed. Should we go to the ER? You know what? I know what to do. We're here for you. That is a little bit higher than normal, but medically, it's not a fever. Oh, good. That's a relief. Have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) The client loved it. We're approved to move forward. Great job, everyone. Live fearless, North Carolina. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row. The biggest names are guests on Box to Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. You know, uh, we've been through a lot as a team. And I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. This is Michael Vick. Hi, this is Layla Ali. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Skylar Diggins. Hey, it's Alex Morgan with the U.S. Women's Soccer Team. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, I was really focused. And I was really um, ready and serious. Just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.boxtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real, relevant radio. Tough game for the North Carolina Central Eagles. Again, falling to Austin P41 to 10. As the Eagles actually jumped on the board first, they got a 24-yard field goal from Adrian Olivo. That uh, gave them the three to nothing lead. That was about midway through the first quarter, but then it just sort of went downhill from there. And Central didn't score again until about 4:29, or actually 4:29 remaining in the fourth quarter. Again, falling in that football game, 41 to 10. When you take a look at some of the stats for North Carolina Central, only able to run the ball for 53 total yards. Only able to run the ball. For 53 total yards, I think the strength of North Carolina Central this year um, definitely is going to be in the run game. I mean, you got, you know, Austin P is a very tough program. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, but when you look at Isaiah Totten, uh, he carries the ball eight times for a net of just five yards in the football game. We mentioned the fact that Micah Sanders was uh, Zanders, Micah Zanders started for North Carolina Central, completed 10 of 20 passes, 61 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and both quarterbacks played. Chauncey Caldwell came in, he played eight completions 
out of tw- uh, 23 attempts, 78 yards. He had one touchdown and no interception interceptions. So the Eagles didn't get the offensive production that it in fact um, had expected. And meanwhile, Austin P ran for 291 yards, also passed for 272 yards. So North Carolina Central didn't get the defense that it needed. Again, Austin P is a very tough uh, program, but when you're talking about FCS programs going against each other, these are the games. It's different when you're playing an FBS opponent. These are the games that uh, our schools have to represent in. Just a tough one for the Eagles. Deontay Fair led the way in tackling. He had 11. Also, Alston Parker double-digit tackles for the Eagles as well, as he had 10 tackles. Alabama State falling to UAB 24-19. Over 39,000 there at Legion Field in Birmingham. Uh, again, you're talking about a program that stepped up and at one point, North, uh, excuse me, Alabama State had a lead in this football game. They actually had a, a drive going with about three minutes remaining down 24 to 19 did the Hornets and uh, unfortunately an interception by the Hornets sealed the deal uh, on an otherwise solid game uh, for Kadaris Davis, the quarterback. Completed 18 to 31 passes, 112 yards, two touchdowns, and that lone interception. Uh, other than that, he had a, a you know he had a pretty solid game. I mean, you got to give him a lot of credit. Uh, Duran Bell, the start of this game, had a 67-yard touchdown run, 10 carries, 112 yards in the football game. Solid, solid play uh, offensively, uh, and and just some missed opportunities. I think uh, missed opportunities by. Alabama State um what can you say I mean I think especially with what Donald Hill Ely the head football coach of the Hornets was saying that he thought UAB was absolutely tremendously talented and I said yesterday some of these games are going to determine may determine you know what kind of team you have moving forward now Alabama State has to rebound from this game fortunately for them they got a couple of more days to rest because they don't play until next Saturday when they play against Tuskegee so you're talking about uh, stepping up and playing an FBS school and then now stepping down to play Tuskegee which I mean in division you're stepping down but in terms of talent I mean Tuskegee is a very talented football team so I, I think that's an interesting dynamic And I think as much as the loss by Alabama State was telling in terms of what kind of team they may have, especially losing to an an FBS opponent in UAB, I I think the game against Tuskegee is equally telling in this regard. How are you able to bounce back? Uh, from a loss, a tough loss, number one, a five-point loss to an an opponent that is in a higher division. Number two, how are you able to play against a a division two opponent coming off a game against an FBS opponent and not just coming off that game, but also the dynamic that you were playing up in that football game. So I think that game against Tuskegee is going to be key for Alabama State. Morgan State falling to Bowling Green 46-3, I mean, it, it is, to be honest, it was sort of what I expected, uh, if I'm being honest, just because Bowling Green, uh, not only is it an FBS program, but it's a good FBS program. So 
you know, to me, no surprise there. Uh, I know Tyrone Wheatley would have wanted to see uh, more in his opening game, no question about it. Um, DJ Golot Jr. completed just three of nine passes for 24 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions in the ball game. And, you know, I look at this thing also defensively because that's what I want to look at. Okay, Morgan State from a defensive perspective. Ian McBurrow, we talked talked about him yesterday. The linebacker had 15 tackles in this game. Rico Kennedy, another linebacker, 14 tackles in the game and a tackle for loss. So uh, even even though Morgan loses this football game, I mean, you know, it – Again, I, I didn't expect them to win. I, I, I sort of, quite frankly, expected that it may be sort of a lopsided score uh, because Bowling Green has a good program and is, 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 is a division up uh, from Morgan State. Uh, and it's something I think there's some takeaways. Again, defensively, you look at Morgan and you look at some of the individual efforts, uh, McBurrow, Kennedy, et cetera, something that Morgan can build on definitely moving forward. Delaware 31, Delaware State Thirteen. As I look at some of the numbers, um, impressed really just from a numbers perspective, and it, it, it's sort of hard to tell. I mean, it's hard to tell, you know, exactly what happened. But if I'm looking strictly at the numbers, I mean, you got to be impressed a little bit at least with the quarterback play of Delaware State. Two combined quarterbacks completed fourteen to thirty passes, two hundred thirty-one yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, but they ten of eighteen for one thirty-seven, one touchdown. Smith four of twelve. Uh, for 94 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions in the ball game. I see where Delaware State able to get their hands on some football, some passes by Delaware. Five total pass breakups in the game. Brian Cavacante mentioned him um, a whole lot yesterday in the game. Um, he was by no means the leading tackler. He had five tackles in the game, had one and a half tackles for loss. Uh, Niebauer with 11 tackles. Parker with 10 tackles. So uh, maybe it was a situation where uh, Delaware keyed on Cavacante and it allowed for other guys uh, to open up to me. You know, again, this has been a game and and last year's game was, was, was not, was, was not that, uh, not that bad in terms of score. I mean, if you look at scores of this Delaware and Delaware state game over the years, I mean, it's been lopsided scores. Uh, You know, that, Delaware is a solid program and uh, again, not having seen the game, but if I'm just looking sort of at the score and at some of the numbers, I don't know. I, I, I thought Delaware state would be improved. As I mentioned to you yesterday, I thought that when they made the nice run at the end of the 2018 season, that that was good and give them some momentum uh, into 2019. And so no such things as moral victories. However, um, you know, I think, uh, Delaware State is as I as I thought as I thought they would be and think they will be uh, will have a solid 2019. And finally, UCF 62, Florida A&M nothing. Not a big. I thought I thought maybe um, at least Florida A&M would be able to score some points. I mean, I'm I can't say that I'm shocked. I mean, again, you're talking about a UCF program, uh, not only FBS but a nationally ranked program what I am a little bit surprised about when I look at the numbers of Ryan Stanley 7 of 24 52 yards um, also uh, Florida A&M went to another quarterback in Rasheen McKay who was 7 of 12 for 40 yards in the ball game listen I I, I knew it was going to be a tough deal for the Rattlers I'm a little bit concerned I, I don't know all the particulars 
um, for McKay coming into the ball game. I don't know if they just wanted to see uh, McKay play, um, if 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 uh, Stanley was struggling. But I, I know I talked about this. Um, I've talked about this on the show that I think Ryan Stanley is an elite level quarterback in the MEAC. I don't think he and Willie Simmons were necessarily on the same page all the time last year. Uh, but I thought because they had a year under their belt. But who knows? I mean, we'll we'll see. Um, I, I, you know, definitely a tough loss. I mean, w- what can you say? I mean, you're talking about a UCF program that's one of the best in the country, and they did what they were supposed to do, handle an FCS program in the manner in which they did. So that's a wrap-up of the games on Thursday. That's a wrap-up of today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. We got a slew of games on the weekend. Log on to our website at BoxToRow.com, BoxToRow.com, and you cl- uh, can click to look at the scoreboard for the games that have been played and then also for the upcoming games on tomorrow. Don't forget, on the weekend edition, uh, from the press box to press row, um, we're going to be joined by Robert Brazil, Pro Football Hall of Famer Robert Brazil, going to join us on the program. Also, on the weekend edition of from the press box to press row, Deshaun Waller, running back, for Alcorn State, going to join us on the program. And I'm going to talk about uh, the piece that I did for USA Today uh, with respect to the top 100 pro players, uh, football players that played at HBCUs. So you don't want to miss that. I want We're going to be back on Tuesday. I'll see you guys back here on Tuesday. Monday, of course, is Labor Day. Have a great Labor Day holiday I've been moving weekend. calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. Anything you guys want in the store is free, so grab whatever you guys want. I don't want to die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wish.